Welcome to the B-Side Outdoor Podcast. I'm your host, Frank. And guys, I know it's been a while. I think the last one was published, uh, what, the week before Christmas? We are now the day after Valentine's Day, so almost two months. Um, I've been extremely busy between work and trapping. I have not stopped. So this is the episode that's coming back out. We're going to start having guests on soon. Um, This is just a welcome back. Let me let y'all know what I've been going through. Uh, So like I said, trapping season started. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about it in some of the earlier podcasts. Uh, So far this season, which the limited amount of traps I've been running, I've caught four coyotes, a bobcat, and 10 to 15 coons. Um, And that's only having four to five coyote traps out and four to five raccoon traps out. So, and I leave them out two, three days at a time, and then I have to pick them up. Sometimes I get five out. Um, Besides that, if y'all don't know, I'm an instructor with the Louisiana Trapper and Alligator Hunter Association for our education program. I've been busy with that. Uh, I taught a class at HOMA, and then this one-day class at HOMA, I should say, in December, I believe, and then... Just recently, I went up to the lease center at Hodges Garden and taught a one day there, but we trapped their property for three or four days, I believe. Um, I didn't catch anything on my traps. We were able to catch three cats, a coyote, and a possum. And I'm going to leave the link for the lease center at Hodges Gardens in the show notes. Y'all go watch that video and see what they're doing over there. It is just absolutely amazing. Some of the things that you're going to look forward to this year, I know that's coming up. Um, I am going hunt the Nutra Rodeo in Venice, Louisiana with my good friend Vinny from Pelican Bone Outdoors. I'm going to get a podcast recorded with the three of us that are hunting together. So that should be a weekend of fun that's coming up. Uh, I'm going to try to keep y'all guys, you know, informed with everything. I'm going to try to get back on the east. I know. Uh, we're going to try to start the YouTube page. I'm not promising anything, but we're going to try. Keep your fingers crossed. Try. don't know how well that's going to go. Uh, it's just for y'all that don't know reason the YouTube page shut down was because I was so stressed running or trying to edit and it's just editing is my weakness um I I, I can't do it like I, I stressed myself out because I was putting too much of a deadline on myself so the YouTube videos are going to come out when they come out might not be every week um, maybe once a month, maybe once every three months, 
I don't know. Y'all just go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, if you want to see our day-to-day -day life, what's going on. Um, and that's B-Side Outdoors. I believe it's B-Side underscore Outdoors on Instagram. Um, I'll, I'll leave the link tree to all of my links in the show notes below. So anything y'all want to know on, will be in the show notes, anything I talk about like that. Um, but, yeah, so I'm excited for the new year. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, uh, pretty much from now until March, if I am not working, I will be trapping. Uh, in March, the two weekends that I'm supposed to be off, I'm actually going to Woodworth, Louisiana, and do a three-day trapping course um, as an instructor, and that should be my life for the next, what, month and a half or so. Um, the trapping season here ends March 31st, uh, so... Let's just talk about some of the catches uh, I had recently, because um, let's do trapping on this one. I really didn't have this planned, guys. I was just kind of winging it. Just in case y'all don't know, hi, I'm Frank. I wing about 90% of what I do, um, unless I have a guest on here, and then it's pretty much planned out. They have a general idea what's going on, but most of the time... It's me winging it. So, without further ado, we're going to start. Um, let's start from the beginning. So, middle of the summer, or maybe a little later, instead of being the procrastinator I am, I decided to go ahead and order my traps early. Hi, I'm Frank, and I don't pay attention a lot when I read stuff on the internet. So I wanted some K9 KO Juniors by No BS Lures, or No BS might be the company. I don't know. It's No BS, No BS Lures. They're a phenomenal trap. Well built, um, awesome trap. So I wanted the Juniors because they're a little bit smaller. Also wanted two coil because South Louisiana we don't get frozen dirt. I don't need four coil to bust through the dirt. So guess what happens when I order them? That's right, they come in. Get so excited to open them up. They are the K9 KOs. They are a big trap. Um, and they are four coils. That's right, four coils. Um, so for people that don't trap, or that it might be the first time you're being exposed to trapping, um, a foothold trap will come in, well, actually it comes three different ways. You could have a long spring trap, which has two long springs on the side. You push them down. Flip your flip 
your dog over the jaw, set the pan. Then, so that's a long spring trap. That trap is phenomenal in soft mud. It's easy to bed because of the long springs. They act as a stabilizer, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Well, then you have a two-coil spring. Two-coil spring is just what it is, two-coil springs. Yep. And they're a little bit easier to set. Um, they're really when you don't need a lot of up force because all they do is they don't actually hold the animal in. The levers locking in on the or sliding up on the jaws is what holds the animal in. The coils are for when they fire, or the spring coil springs are for when they fire. Um, so in the south, you can get by most of the time with a two coil. Well, let's fast forward. Here comes the four coil. They're a little bit more difficult to set, and therefore when you need more force for the jaws to close, to break through frozen ground or whatever. Anyway, I have four coil K9KOs instead of two coil K9KO juniors. No problem. I'm going to use them. It's a big trap, but it gives you a better area, or it gives you a bigger area for their foot to be in when it closes. A um, little bit of, little bit more about the canine KOs. They're a dogless trap. So the way a dogless trap works is the pan is actually longer on the front and holds a notch on one of the jaws to keep it open. When the animal steps on it, it fires, and there it goes. So... I go out, I have an area that the coyotes are running through a field neighboring it, and there's a crossing for it. Well, I see where the water crossing is, so I go out there, I set my trap, get the perfect set, lure, uh, I don't know if I had my auger bit at this time. I think I did. That's another thing I purchased, an auger bit and an impact and a hammer drill to make setting traps faster. So I go out there, get the perfect set, bait, lure. Well, what the crossing was, I should have paid a little bit more attention. But I was hoping the lure would pull the coyotes. Uh, it was definitely a pig crossing. You might wonder, how you know, besides the tracks, I caught about a 60-pound pig the first night. Cool, fine, whatever. Reset it, went clean the pig, went to go dump the rest of the pig carcass in the gut, or in the area by the trap, because I was going to start that as a gut pile, because why not? It'll lure the coyotes in. So I take a little piece of pork fat, shove it in the hole, thinking maybe the coyotes will be like, that smells good. Let me go check it out, you know. Well, Mr. Possum here. And look, guys, I have no idea. 
these are four and a half, five pound triggers on these. You know, and a four-legged animal never puts all of its weight on one leg. So a possum shouldn't have set it off, but I go out the next morning, and I got a possum caught with both back legs. Only thing I could see is that he must have stood up on the pan, and it fired and grabbed him. So there was that. Then we go on. So I didn't catch anything else there. I caught a couple of coons here and there. They're not important. Well, they are important. And um, I'm going to plan on selling my hides after I tan them just on on the market. Um, I don't want to sell coon hides to a fur bearer or, coy- or a coyote hide, really. They're worthless. Well, so I pull my traps after that. I go back, reset that spot a couple days later, and there's a crossing. So the woods, or one of the pieces of property I have permission to trap is about 30 yards wide. And there's a power line with a crossing. So I see, I know there's some coyotes crossing there, so I set it, or I see some coyote tracks in the mud. I set it right off the side of the crossing so somebody runs over my trap. First day, got a coyote. Beautiful red coyote. If you're following us on Instagram, that's the coyote. Um, tomorrow, I will put that on my story. So go check out the story for the B-side, and you will see that coyote. Beautiful coyote. Reset my trap. Put it there. Next day, nothing. Might have had a coon or so. Third day comes around, and another coyote. Same trap, same set. Uh, That day I had to pull my traps because I was not able to run them. And then that coyote actually had mange, so I didn't keep him. Um, I started trapping as a way to take predators off the landscape to help my deer population or later on will be turkey populations or anything like that. So, or once I get to a property that has turkey, um, that's why I do it. Um, I sell raccoon meat. So if you want to buy a hide or raccoon meat and you're in South Louisiana, Hit me up. Well, the hides I might be able to ship. And the raccoon meat, I really don't want to ship it. But if you want to buy raccoon meat or any Berber meat, um, hit me up. I'll sell it to you if I have it. So we go out. Next day I move my trap. Nothing there, nothing there. So kind of get discouraged. And I caught a couple of coons here and there, you know. Well, so then we go to my buddy, another buddy's property. And three years ago, four years ago, I drove my pickup truck through this pasture. Fast forward to this year, there is basically shrubs or 
trees growing in this pasture now. So we go through, we bush hog some lanes. They got briars everywhere, a good sign. Um, and I set a coyote trap right past. So this property has a horse stable on it and then a horse pasture, which is probably a quarter of a mile long. And then from there, it's a big, long of this gnarly, brushy, tall weed, stuff like that. Um, and I'm like, all right, so let's do this. We're going to do it. He goes in, bush hogs is these lanes. And as I'm following him in, I'm marking these tra trails, well, with pin flags. And this is this is the funny part. Me not thinking, I have green pin flags. Because I don't know of any, sir. well, a sewer's green, but I think. But not that color green when it comes to dotties. So I didn't want, I wanted one that was kind of different. Could have got pink, I guess, but whatever. So, me not thinking. <laughs> My buddy's red-green colorblind. I put a green pin flag amongst grass or shrubbery. He can't see it. He bush-hogged over about three-quarters of them. Anyway, back to the story. So, put a trap right past the horse pasture. Um, his mom was like, I saw a big bobcat running across the horse pasture. You know, I was like, well, maybe I can lure that cat further in and I can catch it or into the pasture with this. Well, no, no cat. Uh, caught a coyote the first or second day. I think it was the first day we had traps up. Yes. The first day I had traps out, well, caught a couple of coons on that property, or raccoons, I'm sorry, caught a couple of raccoons on that property, and then turned around, took a couple of days off of trapping because of how work was, and then reset the trap in another spot up front and caught a female coyote. It was my first female coyote of the season. Um, fast forward a couple of days, I had a couple of chap checks where nothing was in the traps. So I get all the way to the back where we turned around, and I turn the corner, and what is laying in the trap? Except for a beautiful bobcat. That is my first bobcat, and listen, guys, besides it, sorry, if you hear that, that's a... My phone charger for my truck, I accidentally touched it, and it locks my phone in, so it just opened. But, so if you, so, beautiful Bobcat, again, I'll put it as a story on my Instagram, um, you know, so it's my first Bobcat, really excited. If you ever kill a Bobcat. You should try the meat. It is excellente. When I say great, 
it is very similar to pork. Um, so that was pretty much my December, January. Did some did a one day trapping class. Um, I we actually brought some of them. Uh, I brought some of the pork that I harvested, some of the bobcat I harvested, and some nutra that me and Vinny harvested, which I forgot to say that. Um, go check out Pelican Bone Outdoors uh, YouTube channel. You'll actually get to see me shooting some nutra with Vinny. And let me tell you guys, I love hunting nutra. It's not a bad meat. Uh, people say, oh, it's got a rat tail. I don't want it. Blah, blah, blah. It's very similar to rabbit. I mean, I'm not going to say it's exactly like rabbit, but it's good. Um, yeah, so me and Vinny went out, shot 10 the first day, 9 the second, I believe. Um, the second day we went out, we had some boat trouble. Y'all go check them videos out. I'll leave a link to Pelican Bones YouTube. Or I might put his link tree. I don't know. It depends. Um, so, yeah, if you want to see my smiling face on video, you can always check out Pelican Bone Outdoors because I'm regularly on that channel because why not? Uh, I'm actually going tomorrow. So, the day this comes out, uh, me and Vinny and my buddy Matt should be sighting in Vinny's 22 and maybe doing some skeet shooting uh, because that's what Matt wants to Well, Matt wants to play with a new shotgun, and Vinny needs to sight in a 22 for the Nutra Rodeo. So, that should be two days of, or that should be t today that this podcast is out. That should be what we're doing. If you have any questions, guys, shoot us a link. Uh, if you're wondering how to cook Nutra, I have a video of me cooking a spaghetti on it on my YouTube. Uh, you can follow the link tree. It'll bring you to the YouTube under cooking. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm still out there. I'm still active. I've just been so busy. I ain't had time to sit down and record a podcast. Uh, I'm actually waiting on my daughter to get out of dance. And I was like, you know what? Why not record it on my phone? I can do that. So, if y'all want to hear any guest on the podcast, let me know. I will try to get them on. Um, you can always reach out to me at besideoutdoors at gmail.com or on any of the social media platforms. I check them regularly. I'll respond back to comments. So we're running on probably about 25 minutes. I'm kind of running out of things to say. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, but I don't know what I'm going to do for the next podcast. Might just be me. Might be me and Chris. Chris, if you're listening to this one, call me. We haven't talked in a while, buddy. Um, but if not, it will be 
just me, probably talking about, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, but the day the next one airs, I should be on my way to the World's End, Venice, Louisiana, to hunt the Nutra Rodeo. So, y'all stay tuned for that. Because the following week, we will record a podcast talking about it. Whether it's just one day or two days, we'll let y'all know. Um, So, with that being said, hit that subscribe button. Send this podcast to a friend. Let us know what we're doing good. Let us know what we're doing bad. We're always looking to approve. Uh, If y'all want to hear it. Like I said, any guests, let me know. Um, I'll probably try to get some previous guests back on because I like to talk to most of them guys and gals. Uh, but we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun, guys. Uh, I have a couple people I've touched base with for future guests, which are really cool things they've done. So. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, send it to a friend, family member. If you didn't like it, send it to an enemy and have them subscribe. So look, if somebody sent you this podcast, you could be a friend, family member, or enemy. So make sure you thank a veteran. They allow us to do what we can do. Thank your first responders. They are some of the most selfless people out there, you know, whether it be law enforcement, uh, EMS, firefighters, just thank one of them whenever you see them, you know. And I hope to catch you on the B-side of the outdoors.